0: Good morning, family. We have sung so different songs this morning. And I mean, one of the things that just keeps coming to me is the emphasis on the presence of God. And we'll be reading from Acts chapter 4, verse 23 to 31. But before we go there, I'll just give a bit of a backdrop and I hadn't even thought about this before, but as we were before this minute, it just occurred to me how patterns evolve. And sometimes if you saw somebody on the street behaving a certain way, you could easily say, oh, that person's drunk. So patterns matter. And it took my mind back to somewhere in the late 70s when an 11-year-old girl was leaving home first of six children, Nigerian family. You know what that means? A lot of emotions, never left home before. And, oh, sorry, okay. So she'd never left, is it it louder? So she'd never left home before, first of six children, Nigerian family, everybody gathered around and prayed. Her father said, remember whose son you are. In short, don't forget the family values. And, of course, having grown up being an obedient child, good girl, do everything right, it wasn't a big deal going to um, boarding school and doing the right things. But something happened. And the, her parents started getting letters about God. This was a Christian family, but it was totally different. These letters were more audacious, authoritative, asking them, telling, compelling them, to keep the faith, to not to I'm talking about heaven and hell. And it's like, what's happened to this docile child? That's you couldn't hear her voice. Where's this voice come from? But also something else was happening in the boarding school. And the school authorities were getting really worried. They felt that there had a cult was emerging where people would, um, young, well, it was an all-girls school, they'd get together, they, were, they would pray, and one of the school reports her parents then got was the girls were invoking evil spirits because they felt, oh, they were speaking in tongues. There was all sorts of happen- things happening. People would be by their bedside who didn't believe in God, were not from Christian families, and they'd start sobbing and speaking in tongues. Something was happening. Many people didn't understand then that it was a revival, but in, in later years, as I learned more and more, I realized there was a revival, and that was the Holy Spirit at work. And you will see the same pattern in many places where someone who's docile, has no voice, very gentle, would not even hurt a fly, then becomes audacious, not fearful of anybody, can say anything, compelling speeches. What happens there? Who's making that difference? The Holy Spirit. And we could also look at the story of Peter. Peter was the same person who denied Jesus. He had thought he would never do that, but he did. And then the same Peter is the one preaching boldly through acts of the apostles. Who made that difference? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit makes the difference between... Ba, 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 oh Lord, I can do it. And being ferocious. And it's the same Holy Spirit that is with us. Not just with us, in us. And we could look right from Genesis to Revelations. Look at Joseph. People could recognize the Holy Spirit's presence. That's why he could interpret dreams. You go to Exodus, you look at Bezalel. Even the work of his hands, there was a difference. And for all of us we may have had like wow moments when you say something and people will be like, oh, wow. And you're thinking, I don't even know where that came from myself. I mean, it happens to me at work. And I remember once when they'd say, oh, what did you just say? I'm like, what was it? I didn't think it was anything. You said, I don't know. The Holy Spirit is at work. And it's a blessing to be filled with the Holy Spirit. So, please, could we have the next slide? Thank you. So the difference is, anybody in our lives, when things happen, when we see these patterns, when people go from weakness to strength, when people go from fearfulness, being fearful and being fearless, who makes that difference? The Holy Spirit. And I want us to please keep that in mind as we go along Booms, please. Okay. So reading from Acts chapter 3, 1 to 11. No, before we go to chapter 4. <laughs> Sorry. We will be going to chapter 4. But something happened before the passage for today. And what had happened was Peter and John went to the temple one afternoon to take part in the 3 o'clock prayer service. Normal. As they approached the temple, a man lame from birth was being carried in. Each day he was put beside the temple gate, that was his own pattern, by the temple gates, just like the man by the the pool, that was the norm for him. Each day he was put beside the temple gate, the one called the beautiful gate, so he could beg from the people going into the temple. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he carried on with his normal pattern. He asked them for some money. Peter and John looked at him intently, and Peter said, look at us. The lame man looked at them eagerly, expecting some money. His expectation was different. But Peter said, I don't have any silver or gold for you, but I'll give you what I have. In the name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene, get up and walk. And when he said that, he didn't just say it because he was convinced that in saying it, something was going to happen. He had no doubt. Otherwise, he wouldn't even have bothered saying it. So he was confident. What does the Bible say about faith? It says, faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the confidence of things not seen. For everything that was before him, there was no reason for this man to be able to walk. That had been his pattern for years. Come to the beautiful gate, stay there, beg for money, go home, come back, next service, beg for money, go home. That was the pattern. But Peter then said, in the name of Jesus, not by my power, not by anything like that, in the name of Jesus. And because he was confident in the name of Jesus, after he said that, he said "Then Peter took the lame man by the right hand and helped him up. Okay, And as he did, the man's feet and ankles were instantly healed and strengthened. He jumped up, stood on his feet, and began to walk. Then walking, leaping, and praising God, he went into the temple with them. All the people saw him walking and heard him praising God. When they realized it was the lame beggar they had seen so often at the beautiful gate, I mean, if you were the one, you know somebody on Chatham High Street that's in a deplorable state, things are rough, can't work, and all of a sudden, it would get anybody's attention. So, when they realized it was the lame beggar they had seen so often at the beautiful gate, they were absolutely astounded. They all rushed out in amazement to Solomon's colonnade, where the man was holding tightly to Peter and John. When miracles happen, when things change, when patterns are broken, it gets everybody's attention. I mean, and the prayers we've prayed here, I still remember when um, Joseph was in hospital, when he he was in that comatose stage and everything, and it didn't look good. And we prayed here. Did he get, did he encourage anyone? How did he feel just hearing this is the same Joseph back? It was like back from the dead. No, seriously, because things were really bad. Even the doctors did not know what was going on. And we saw that happen. And that wasn't the only person, because I remember the other time when we were praying as well, when someone was talking about her brother being unwell and also come at us. And then after that, back home again. So prayer changes things. Yeah. So that was what had happened with the apostles. That was the miracle that had got the attention. But it didn't just get the attention of the people going to the church. It got the attention of the authorities. Medway Council heard about it. I was like, what's going on in Cornerstone City Church? You know, you're rocking the boat. <laughs> you, you know. And unfortunately, they didn't like it. Because there are people, I'm not, Medved Council will like it, when, it when, you know, when they start hearing it. But in this case, they didn't like it. And there will be people who would not like it. Because they feel threatened. They feel powerless. Because like, who are these people who are being so audacious? Where did they get their power from? And because of that, what happened to Peter and Paul? They detained them to question them. And even when they were detained and questioned and of being interrogated, they maintained their stance. Why? Anybody? Why didn't they change their minds to say, hey, it was just happened like that. I mean, it wasn't a big deal. Because like John said, he says, what we have seen, what we have handled, when you know who you know, when you know your God, when you know why you believe, who you believe. No one can take it from you. I mean, we could be doing something else this morning. Why are we here? Because of our own conviction that Jesus is Lord, that there is life after death, that it doesn't all end here. For them, they had been with Jesus, but it wasn't just the being with Jesus. Because we, I mean, thinking about Peter, Peter was with Jesus, but he denied Jesus. He loved Jesus, but when things got hard, but he didn't want to die. But after this incident, something happened that made him ready to be able to, lay, to want to lay down his life. It was like, this is to die for. What happened after the resurrection? But he, there was a lot, there's a bit more as well we will see. So, but could we have the next slide, please? So they went from being fearful, timid. Exactly. We all have our wow moments. When Jesus comes into our lives, when things happen and you think, oh my goodness. And sometimes it comes in little bits. We see snippets of it where, you know, so maybe Julie sends me something and she just thinks I'm just sending like a random text and it would just be just what you needed to hear that day. I sent something out last week and before I even sent it to the, one of my friends, I just thought, did she really need this? So was there was something on conflict resolution and she called me a few days later, he said, do you know what? Something was happening, and she was wondering if she had handled it well. And I was thinking, as I'm sending it to her, she, it, it, this is irrelevant. I hope she's not going to think that I'm considering a conflict between the two of us, because there was nothing. But it was so spot on. So the Holy Spirit works, and all oh, that we would have more of you know, the fullness of God's Spirit in us, because it makes the difference between being fearful And being fear. Exactly. Because God has not given us the spirit of. But of. And. And. Yeah. Okay, so that I don't disappoint you. God has not given us the spirit of fear. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but he has given unto us the spirit of power, the spirit of love, and a sound mind. Not everybody is sure about this song. If you are sure, sing with us. God has not given us the spirit of fear. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but He has given unto us the spirit of power, the spirit of love, and the Sabbath. He has given us the spirit of power. So we'll now go to today's passage. That was just the backdrop. Okay. Acts chapter 4, verse. Okay, well, just going back a verse. So when Peter saw it, he responded to the people, men of Israel, why do you marvel at this? Or why look so intently at us? As though by our own power or godliness, we had made this man walk. When miracles happen, it's nothing to do with us. It's in spite of how we feel. It's in spite of who we are. Because one of the things they said, when we look at um, Acts 4, sorry, I'm still not in Acts 4 yet. Acts 4.13, it says... Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, people would think "Ah, she doesn't even have any qualification. She didn't even do GCSE. And she's this bold because the Holy Spirit makes the difference. It's not about um, human endorsement. It's the spirit of the living God. It says, they were unlearned and ignorant men. They marveled. So the authorities were stunned and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. They had, the Holy Spirit makes the difference. They had been with Jesus. Will me next one, please? Thank you. So as soon as they were, no, there's the, there's another slide before that, please. Okay. Uh, well, So anyway, we'll go to Acts chapter 4, verse 23. That's where we are for today. Okay. Okay, as soon as they were freed, Peter and John returned to the other believers. So after all the interrogation about you people shouldn't be doing this, I mean, these are the same people that they wanted them to say that Jesus didn't rise from the dead. When they realized that Jesus had risen from the dead, they were trying to see they could make the apostles um, lie. They were trying to... Um concord all kinds of things to deny the power that of Jesus having risen from the dead, but it, it's it's called it's really crazy making it's like somebody telling you that you don't have legs, and you're thinking what are they talking about? I'm looking at my legs, and they're really really trying to convince you, so you couldn't take it from them and the question for us as well is do we believe? Because even if someone challenges you and says you don't have legs, you, sometimes, you, I mean, you won't even get into an argument because you know, you know that you know. So nobody can take it away from you. The same thing with our faith. We know, but when, when things happen, does it shake our belief? When we're at work sometimes and you feel, should I really talk? Or people are saying something. How convinced are you about your relationship with God. Our faith that, yes, the Holy Spirit is with me. So there will be threats to our faith. There will be threats to what we believe. People will try. The enemy is not happy that we, ha- we we belong to God. So he will rage. And that's part of what all these threats were about. So as soon as they were freed, Peter and John returned to the other believers. I've highlighted this bit about the other believers because our association matters. And he he took my mind to Elijah. Elijah called down fire. Miracles happened. He even told her, he said, pour more water. Let's see. Power pass power. I will show you power today. And after fire came down on a drenched altar. And the same Elijah afterwards, oh my God, I want to die. I'm tired of this. God, I'm the only one left. And God said, no, you're not the only one left. And that togetherness makes it, it was reassuring for him. The Bible talks about God sets the solitary in families. Our God family is important. It's because we have a God family, that's why we could pray when things have happened and we have seen results. It's because we have a God family that when things even are hard, we can pull together, mourn together, rejoice together. It's because of the our God family is is sharing about the baby, and we're all praying, and should I sing another song?
1: yeah
0: <laughs> it's the same thing when the enemy thought he thought he had Jesus, he thought he yes nailed on the cross, but What the enemy meant for evil, God has turned it around, turned it around. What the enemy meant for evil, God has turned it around for our good. The enemy will try also threaten. But the Holy Spirit, the same Spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, the same Spirit that was in the beginning, when darkness covered everything, and God said, the Bible says that the Spirit of the Lord hovered over the, the Holy Spirit is always there. And when the enemy threatens, and he does all sorts, our assurance is God is in in us. God is for us. And the Holy Spirit makes the difference. The Holy Spirit makes the difference. So as soon as they were freed, Peter and John returned to the other believers and told them what the leading priests and elders had said. When they heard the report, all the believers lifted their voice together in prayer to God. Can I just ask, who, can you imagine how they felt? What kind of emotions do we think they felt? Because they said the people who threatened them were the leading priests and elders, how would you feel, sorry, relieved to, to have been released, yeah, but what else do you think might, you might be wondering, what next, what are they planning, they've released them, but they're not happy, so their threat still around, and even though the miracle has happened like Elijah, they will be a bit shaken on the inside. And that's where they thought, you know what, this is what, let's give a feedback, accountability. This is what has happened. The miracle, we were all excited, blah, 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 blah. And then they questioned us and they said this and they said that. And, And you know that everything that's happened is not by our power. It's because of God. So who do we go back to? So when we're shaking, when we feel fear, who should we go back to? Always. oh. What needs we
1: often for feed? Oh, what needless pain we bear!
0: All oh, because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Everything to God in prayer. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will direct our path. It doesn't mean that it will not be rocky. It doesn't mean that there will not be threats. It doesn't mean that we will not be shaken. But we can lift our voice together in prayer and say, O sovereign Lord, creator of heaven and earth, the sea and everything, you are the God that was before the beginning. Bumi, let's carry on with the prayer. (laughs) Yeah? It says, You spoke long ago by the Holy Spirit through our ancestor David, your servant, saying, Why were the nations so angry? David prophesied then because he knew the nations were raging. It says, Why did they waste their time with futile plans? Because had they known that what the enemy meant for evil, God would turn it around for good. The the devil would not have crucified Jesus. You know, the kings of the earth prepared for battle. The rulers gathered together against the Lord and against his Messiah. But they did not know. He says, no, carry on. It's okay. In fact, this has happened here in this very city. When we were praying this morning and they said, oh, we're going to pray here. We usually don't pray here. We pray at the back. I said, right here. And I just started laughing because I thought, when he said, he said, here in this very city, the city where this miracle happened, the city where they were gathered together and praying, was the same city where Jesus was crucified. It was the same city where they witnessed God's resurrection. And now again, it's the same city where they're being persecuted. So in this same place where we have prayed and we have witnessed God's saving power, that's where we're gathered again today to raise our voices together in prayer. And they were reminding God. They said, this happened here in this very city. For Herod Antipas, Pontius Pilate, the governor, the Gentiles, and the people of Israel were all united against Jesus, your holy servant, whom you anointed. But everything they did was determined beforehand according to your will. The devil did not realize that when he was causing havoc and thinking he was nailing Jesus to the cross, what he was doing was creating the platform for for a bigger harvest, for many more Jesuses, like the sons of God that are gathered in this place, you and I. If he knew that, yeah, that that meant more temples for the Holy Spirit, it would have stopped. So when the enemy is trying his wickedness, it's all good. We say, Father God, we thank you. Because everything they did was determined beforehand according to your will. Now, O Lord, they are threatening again. Hear their threats and give us your servants great boldness in preaching the word. Stretch out, stretch out your hand with healing power. May miracle signs and wonders be done through the name of your holy Son, your holy servant Jesus. There were threats. They would have been fearful. But they knew that even what had happened was because the Holy Spirit was breaking patterns. The Holy Spirit was changing lives. The Holy Spirit was making the difference. So now they're calling again. Holy Spirit, come. And there might be times in our own individual lives as well where things will not go as expected. I mean... Izzy wasn't expecting the baby to come this early. But it has happened. But well, we know God has a plan. And uh, we know the Holy Spirit is for us and in us. And the Holy Spirit's will will be done. So we say, Come, Holy Spirit, into every situation. And I'd like to read Psalm 133. If anyone's got, if, if anyone could read Psalm 133, please. Loud. So it said after this prayer, so what, what have you funny? Thank you. How good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. It is like precious oil poured on the head, running down on the bed, running down on Aaron's bed, down on the collar of his robe. It is as if the dew of Hermon were falling on Mount Zion, for there the Lord bestows his blessing, even life forevermore.
1: Yes.
0: There the Lord, when brethren dwell together in unity, there the Lord bestows his blessings, even life forevermore. And so they prayed together. And what happened after this prayer? Can we read this all together, please? After this prayer, the meeting place shook and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Then they preached the word of God with boldness why would we why do we think they were filled and um, they preached the word of god with boldness they were all filled that's the difference the holy spirit makes and that it just reminded me of that girl at 11 who had no voice who was timid and shy because when you are the first of six children in a nigerian family you'll be used to hearing what are you looking at you're responsible for everything around the house And you don't realize you don't have a voice. But when the Holy Spirit came, there was a difference. And the Holy Spirit can make a difference in our individual lives, in our corporate lives. And it's also reminding ourselves. It says, where we dwell together in unity, there the Lord commands his blessing, even life forevermore. When we look at the works of the enemy, what does he bring? Death. Decay, destruction, sadness, gloom. But when life comes, Jesus said, in him was life. And the life was the light of men. And the light shines in darkness. That's what the Holy Spirit brings. Life, light, joy. says, the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. And in unity, the Lord commands his blessings. There's a song right at the end. If we can. yeah. And just thinking again, God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity. No. He's given us a spirit that will speak truth, that will speak life wherever we go. Because we are the light of the world. He says, let your light shine that men may see your good works. And glorify your Father in heaven. It's the same thing that happened to them in Acts 4. When they saw the miracles, people marveled. It got their attention. The same can happen in Medway as we pray together. And we say, come Holy Spirit. And remind the Holy Spirit just like they did. That just as we prayed here, and Lord, you did it before. In this same city, Lord, do it again. And where's that? Oh, we've taken that banner off. That says, do it again in our time. And the Habakkuk verse, yes. (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. You know. So he can do it again. You know, so God can do it again and again and again. He's the same God today as he always has been. He has never changed. So it's for us to pray and ask, Holy Spirit, fill us. Bumi, can you play that last song, please? Thank you. God can take us from fearfulness, whatever it may be that is intimidating or speaking with boldness. He can take us from fearfulness to fearlessness with the infilling of the Holy Spirit, with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit makes the difference. I don't think that's... That's fine. No worries. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: I'm
0: just looking at verse 8 of um, 4. It says... Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, Before he, before the boldness came from being filled with the Holy Ghost. And if there's nothing we remember from today, let's just remember the Holy Spirit makes the difference. And God has not given us the spirit of fear. So, where fear comes, to rock up or welfare knocks when he wants to intimidate us when we want to speak to our neighbors about God because we want them to be free from darkness and the devil goes who are you to talk who do you think you are who were the disciples they said they perceived even the people they perceived that they were mere men they said ignorant and unlearned but because of the holy Spirit." filling them, which is exactly what happened. It says, filled with the Holy Ghost said unto them, ye rulers of the people. He, he, I acknowledged that they were rulers and elders of Israel. If we this day be examined of the good deed done to the impotent man, by what means he is made whole? Be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth, his, doth this man here stand before you whole. So we've got the name of Jesus. We've got the word of God. We've got the spirit of boldness. The Holy Spirit makes the difference. I am deliberately saying this over and over so that we will keep remembering as we go in our daily lives, the Holy Spirit makes the difference. But there's a gap between when things happen and rocks are built and the manifestation of that power. And that's that prayer, and that's the coming together. Because when they came together, just the same way, this was Queens College in Lagos. I can never forget. Just the same way, the authorities were petrified. It was like, what's going on with these girls? The same pattern is what you can see. The holy, the place was shaken, the school was shaken, and you hear about revivals where towns, things happen. The same way here, it says, and when they had prayed it was not until they had prayed the place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they spake the word of God with boldness so if we just take a moment of quiet and individually just acknowledge the power and the presence of the Holy Ghost acknowledge the one who makes the difference in our lives the one who breaks shackles, the one who brings life. The Holy Spirit is the one who shakes places and brings in transformation. The Holy Spirit is the one who enables us to speak the word of God with boldness. It's the one that makes Logos into Rema. So you speak to someone and it hits them a different way because it's not your words. It's the word of the Spirit of God.
1: Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on earth. Spirit of the living God fall afresh on me make it your prayer feel me Spirit fall afresh on us, we welcome you. Break me, melt me, mold me, feel me. Break me, melt me, mold me, and feel me. Spirit of the Father God, this is our prayer, that you fill us and you fill us afresh, Lord, that you break everything, Lord, those
0: mind, mental barriers, that we may resistance, whatever it is, Lord, that does not make us fully yielded to you, Holy Spirit, have your way in our lives, Lord. Father, we ask, Lord, that just as you have done it in times past, you've done it in our midst, Lord, in this same place, Lord, we pray. Acknowledging that, yes, Lord, you are the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the same yesterday, today, and forever. The God whom we have called on in this place, you have heard us, you have answered. Father, we could ca- we recall miracles, millions and millions of miracles, loads of miracles, even in this place, Lord. Lord, we call on you again, Lord. And we thank you that, Lord, you will do it again in our day in the name of Jesus. We call on you for Medway, Father God, that as we step out into the different places you have placed us in, Holy Spirit, let your power be manifest in the name of Jesus. Lord, we know it is not because of us. It is not because we are learned in any way or anything we have. Lord, we just cast down every crown, everything that is of us, Lord, we put it down. And Holy Spirit, we ask that you have your way. Father, I pray that we will come back to this place, Lord, with testimonies. Even as, I mean, Julie was saying the other day about adventures, and we're hearing more of this, Lord. Father, we thank you for testimonies, for adventures with you, Lord. Have your way, Holy Spirit, Lord. In Rochester community, in every community, in Medway and beyond, Lord, have your way, O God. In the name of Jesus, amen.